new apps, and young professionals on My Town, live with Rod Hawker. All right, welcome back to 100.9 Align, and I have Alex here. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Rod. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, man, thanks for coming in today. And she's offline. We're talking a little bit. My mind's blown, and you're explaining stuff to me about this cryptocurrency and all this. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't mean to be stupid, but I wasn't following any of it. You're so smart. You got all the, His computer was mining crypto mm-hmm. did you catch that ray i did oh and you I, understood that I, I, i'm not gonna say i understood it, uh, all of it but i i the, got the math uh, okay good good i don't know <laughs> all right well alex welcome again and what do we got going on today from the starting line? well i'm glad you bring up crypto because uh, we are going to be talking about some cryptocurrency today very interesting okay, but good. we're going to be talking about working from home and how your workplace might change once the pandemic subsides we're also going to cover whether Elon Musk is moving Tesla out of California. And like I said, our last story is going to be about crypto. But this one, it's real crazy. This is about a story of teenage cryptocurrency thieves. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah I can't wait. It's wild. So anyways. Take first, your time. We, we were going to stretch this out. <laughs> it's good stuff. It oh, is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, we'll, we'll spend some time on crypto if we get to it. But now... Working from home, right? A lot of mm-hmm. folks are working from home. Now, as first reported by The Information, that's an online publication, the CEO, Sundar Pichai, said uh, for all of his Google employees, now he's a Google CEO, he said that uh, all employees will likely work from home for the remainder of 2020, and that employees who need to return to their office can start as early as June or July. So what is critical huh. for, for Google workers? Mm-hmm. Not really clear, right? Not really sure exactly what they need people hands-on for. I would assume like server technicians, things like that. But either way, pretty mm. interesting. Now, Google yeah. has had their employees working remotely since the beginning of March. So mm. they've been gone for a long time. And they may also encounter some new security measures when they come back to work. So this is how kind of some of the tech players are going to be handling how working from home and then bringing those folks back into the office. So let's talk about companies that have extended. I may, might want to ask Hillary Clinton how that works. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just might. Now, there are, there are a lot of tech companies that have extended their work from home policies, right? Now, Google is clearly not the only one, but they're one of the biggest ones, right? Amazon has also extended its work-from-home policy, offering Amazon employees the option to work from home through at least October. Mm. That's a long, that's a long time. And I have a friend who works in Amazon. He works in the international shipping department. And I I just, I can't imagine. He's probably just like, this is crazy. What am I supposed to be doing right now? I mean, on that note, I don't want to cut you off, but do you see that? You know, this may even go longer than that. Like, this could be the new norm. Potentially. I I think there are certainly some roles in some of these companies that will be almost totally shifted to remote work or working from from home, even if they are local folks. Uh, I do think it's it's interesting to note that um, extending this through October, that's a... Yeah. That's a long time, it's right? Crazy. Like, is it really going to last through October? Is mm-hmm. it going to last even longer for, like, the general populace yeah. of employees for these companies? Mm-hmm. Hard to say, right? Well, that's why I ask, yeah, yeah. because, yeah. you know, if they see that it can work for that long, yeah. then, you know, how well, long will it? Yeah, no, I want to get to your point, though. Uh, this whole gibberish about the new norm and all that hubba la bubba no, man, we don't have to do it. Says who? Right. Why can't we get back to business as it was? Absolutely. Let's rise right. up. Yeah. yeah. Rise up. I agree. I, no, no, no. And I think, 
we're gonna get to we're gonna get to tesla in one second okay okay? because tesla's a very or musk is a very similar uh, outlook but uh, facebook yeah facebook employees are working through home uh most facebook offices will open july 6th so a little bit earlier than than amazon right i think getting back uh you know in the summertime would make a lot of sense microsoft will continue its work from home policy through october Mm. another one through october right october july Mm. seem to be kind of the the hot months that we're saying okay we're going to come on back uh, and then Slack employees can work through home through September. And Zillow, their CEO, Rich Barton, tweeted that Zillow employees have, quote, unquote, the flexibility to work from home through at least the end of the year. So wow. now you're talking Not even yeah. right. well, December. Y- y- it's crazy. And one of the things I'm seeing, if they're going to start this, then they say, well, wait a minute. If we don't need this physical facility, mm-hmm. we can downsize, save money there. People work from home and all that. We can cut their pay uh, yeah, because yeah. they're not having to and you pro- know, drive at this point. There's pro- so Productivity much. levels at home just don't seem like they're... They would be as great. Same. Yeah, I'll have to do some. Know. I'll have to do some research on this because I've seen some conflicting reports. Where oh, exactly really? like you're describing, right? Where people have worked from home, you know, maybe not quite as on the ball, but but then again, there are other reports that say that actually productivity has gone up since people have gone mm-hmm. to work from home. Who knows, right? Kind of well, hard to and say. The other thing, like you said, Ray, they're going to find out. Hey, maybe we don't need this person. Doesn't seem like we're getting a lot out of them exactly. now that they're working from home. So we yeah. had no idea they were useless. Yeah, uh, we we can let them go. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah, it's well, you know. <laughs> You're not totally wrong. Well, thanks. I'm not totally wrong. <laughs> I think that's a compliment. It's, I'm not totally wrong. It's not a bad thing. No, it's not. I mean, I, I, I think that for a lot of full-time employees, what they could be looking for when they return, you know, they could see things like temperature checks, masks being required, limited or no open office environments, staggered arrival time slash elevator rides, fewer in-person and client meetings, Reduction of elimination, reduction or elimination of large group meetings or conferences. Frequent deep cleaning, which is good. I'm glad we've done that yeah. for years here. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously, it's it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, no buffets or salad bars and cafeterias. Only certain employees uh, will work in the office, and you may even come back to zero office at all, like you're yeah. just describing. Wow. So, we'll do yeah, I, I like the no buffet thing because I've always been a you know an advocate against those anyway. They're uh, contaminated, anyways. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, Alex, we've learned a lot. We're going to learn some more, so don't go anywhere. This is 100.9 The Line. Discussing emerging tech, new apps, and young professionals on My Town, live with Rod Hawker. Well, as always, Alex has blown my mind. My uh, mics here just went completely off my ears. Uh, My head got so big with that information. (laughs) Hey, Alex, what's next? Well, we're kind of continuing along the same vein and talking about workspaces and what's going on in the world. We're talking about Tesla, though, specifically. There Mm. was some big news that came out over this weekend. Now, after a week of decrying this coronavirus, this whole shelter-in-place thing, Musk says that the company may be leaving California. This is huge news. Say it isn't so. This is huge news. Why would somebody that's smart leave a nice like California, a nice state like California. Because they can believe. social distance in West Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> right, old baby. You know it. WV, you, baby. You know, it's, it's funny because <clears throat> he's been a big, you know, opponent of, you know, listen, we have this, this, our main plan is in Alameda, California. Can we please open up? Can we please get our vehicles going? Like, mm-hmm. this is essential work. And mm-hmm. they've said... No, this is not. Now, mm-hmm. <laughs> Elon tweeted this weekend. He said, Tesla's filing a lawsuit against Alameda County immediately. 
This was Saturday morning. The unelected and ignorant interim health officer (laughs) of Alameda (laughs) is acting contrary to the governor and the president. Our constitutional freedoms and just plain common sense. That was followed up with a threat to move Tesla's headquarters outside of the state. Frankly, this is the final final straw, he replied. Tesla will now move its headquarters and future programs to Texas and Nevada immediately. Even if we retain Fremont manufacturing activity at all, it will be dependent on how Tesla is treated in the future. Tesla is the last car maker left in California. All right. Well, people, I mean, yeah, that good for him and to come out and say that stuff. Sure. Means, take a stand. Let's go. You, at some point, you just got to move on. A lot of people left New York City and New York and uh, people leaving California. It seems like Texas is where a lot of people go. Now, hopefully, they don't take some of that um, ideology from California to Texas and then start ruining Texas. I, I mean, that's the only thing when I see a lot of this yeah, happen. Agreed. I mean, you know, yeah. we got to wonder. It's a valid point, right? Yeah. I think I live I'm in Texas. I'm not totally wrong. You're not totally wrong. <laughs> Listen, I lived in Texas for a long time and, uh, well, you know, a few months, I guess, close to a year. And, uh, yeah, you're definitely right. I, I think that when it comes to especially like Austin, anywhere around Austin, you know, is certainly a hotbed for technology companies, for video game companies especially. I could definitely see Elon moving Tesla out to Austin. That would not shock me at all. He's got a built-in workforce out there. Very friendly government car makers and mm-hmm. big manufacturers. So would not surprise me in the slightest if he actually does. Oh, now, it's not immediately clear if there actually has been a lawsuit filed with Tesla against Alameda County, but probably. Mm-hmm. And it, they're, I think well, they're he probably, probably wouldn't say it if he wasn't going to do it. He's smart. Ex- exa- yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of my thought, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. All now, right. our last story. This All concerns... Right. A teen hacker and his crew of thieves. They stole or are accused of stealing, I should say, $24 million in cryptocurrency. Holy smokes. $24 million. 24. Wow. Mm -hmm. In cryptocurrency. Now, you're going to have to explain some of this to me because, you know. Oh, I will. I will. (laughs) So a 15-year-old hacker and his crew of, quote, unquote, evil computer geniuses. Now, this is coming from the man who was stolen from, right? From the victim. Stole nearly $24 million in cryptocurrencies from an advisor to blockchain companies. Now, this is all according to a lawsuit that was filed recently in New York. Michael Turpin, who's the investor, claims that his phone was hacked and his money stolen in 2018 by a ring led by Westchester County, New York teen, Ellis Pinksy as part of a sophisticated cybercrime spree. Now, Turpin is the founder and chief executive officer of a blockchain advisory firm, Transform Group. And he's now suing Pinksy, who is now 18, for $71 million under a federal racketeering law that allows for triple damages. I was just going to say, how did he get to that amount when it was $24 million? Yeah, Yeah, because he's saying this is actually racketeering, which if you think about it, racketeering, tax evasion... You know, those things kind of go hand in hand. If you steal $24 million of cryptocurrency, what are you supposed to do with that? Do mm-hmm. you just leave it in your wallet, your online wallet? What do, you, what do you do? You can't really clean it or do anything with it so you can use it for, like, rent. And furthermore, this guy's a teenager. He's 15. Yeah. He's 15 years old. What are you going to do with $24 million? Wow. I, I, and I, so I this know. happened three years ago? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he was 15 in this smart? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to explain to me. How you convert crypto cash into like real dollars, you know, like greenbacks. Yeah. Yeah. How, how does that work? Yeah, yeah. So there's I a mean, conversion method for any cryptocurrency where 
Basically, you have a digital wallet where your coins are stored, and then you can cash those coins out based on the exchange rate for that hour or that minute, depending on what wallet you use online. So basically, you cash it out. Once you cash it out, though, any gains that you've made or anything like that are, are still technically taxable, right? So there's a tax component here where, you know, let's say that, you know, I bought Bitcoin at when it was 500 bucks, you know, back in 2015, 14, something like that, you know, bought, a, bought you know, a couple of them, right? Well, now they're over $8,000, so times two, right? All of that income would technically be taxable if I start pulling that out. Mm-hmm. And even really, if it's earning, it should be taxable as well, right? Mm. But but it's kind of hard. So if you have $24 million of crypto that you stole and you're trying to pull it out and then convert it into cash, you now have to put that cash somewhere, right? Got to put it into a bank account. Got to do mm-hmm. something with it. And that's when the red flags start going up. Why is mm. a 15-year-old, why does yeah. an 18-year-old have you know $2 million in cash transactions over the past two years? You know, It starts to get a little bit... Crazy now, Pinksy. Now, is there offshore? Can you put that offshore? Uh, yeah. Excuse me for interrupting oh, yeah. you there. Yeah, that, that that you can move to an offshore account, just certainly. Like any. Okay. Oh yeah, but it would still raise the ire of the yeah. federal government, right? Wow. Like if they start seeing you make even multiple, you know, ten, fifteen thousand dollar transactions offshore bank accounts, they're, they're going to get yeah suspicious, right? Like you know, now here's the funny thing, though. <laughs> this Pinksy, is amazing. I mean, this is interesting stuff. It is. Oh it, yeah. Pinksy had boasted to his friends. Starting at age 13, okay, so 15 is the time of this $24 million heist, but he had started at age 13 that he had stole more than $100 million worth of cryptocurrency, hundreds of thousands of dollars of which had been converted into cash. Now, here's the interesting part. He stored it in his bedroom. Hundreds wow. of thousands of dollars of cash stored in his bedroom. <laughs> so you you convert this to cash dollars online, then where do you go pick up your greenbacks? Well, so you could get them from like a digital disbursement. So like a lot of times, even Cash App, for example, we talked about Cash App a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yeah. They've gotten into cryptocurrency, right? You can actually buy crypto on there. Can't necessarily cash it out, but let's say you have a wallet from a service called Coinbase, right? Uh, Coinbase, you would have your crypto in there, but then you could transfer it out, and then it could go straight in your PayPal account, any of your other digital like methods, mm. Zelle, so it'll end up straight in your bank account. So you don't have to physically touch anything. All of it is digital. You're just okay. converting from this cryptocurrency, whatever it might be, Bitcoin, Ethereum, anything like that, into like a real world currency that you can use and then he put it all in his bedroom he put it all in his bedroom <laughs> yeah yeah the- <laughs> Jeff, I right what were, what were you doing when you were 13 you're playing little league baseball weren't you uh, not even you, yeah you, you could have been a millionaire I was in the yard yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing was, with trucks i was <laughs> delivering newspapers for a quarter a day you know <laughs> now apparently turpin did confront pinksy about this okay he had an idea that this kid was one who'd stolen his money from him so he confronted him, and Pinksy actually said he sent him cryptocurrency, okay, cash, and a watch with a combined value of $2 million. What? Two million Sent $2 million in crypto, cash, and a watch to, to Turpin, who he had stolen money from. Now, Turpin claims that this is kind of an admission wow, that Pinksy that, had stolen from yeah, him, right? Maybe he didn't want him to prosecute exactly. him. Exactly. You know. Yeah, but after you steal more, way more than that, dude. Like, that's, yeah, 24 yeah. million, you give the guy two. Yeah. This, this is not, hey, that just shows his it. age right hey, there. You give, you know? me, you give me uh, a thousand bucks, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Again, it just shows yeah. his yeah. age, you yeah. know, yeah. His, his maturity level. Wow, that's he great. doesn't understand. Yeah. Now, now, apparently, Turpin and Pinksy 
Uh, Turpin says that Pinksy was helped by Nicholas Truglia, who was charged criminally in the theft in New York in December and faces unrelated charges in California. <clears throat> yeah, he has pleaded not guilty in both cases. Turpin won a $75 million default judgment against Truglia last year in California State Court. Truglia's lawyer declined to comment for the purposes of this story. So obviously, you know, very interesting, very yeah. interesting. Turpin also did sue AT&T in 2018, claiming it was a wireless carrier's lack security that allowed this hack to occur. Go figure. Oh, my lands. Sounds like they need to hire the kid. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. This guy is a the guru. defense department. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Smart wow. kid. It sounds to me like we need to hire Alex over here to do some investing <laughs> yeah. for us. This freaking guy is a real guru. And that's why I look forward to Monday mornings on the starting line with Alex. But I tell you, well, Alex... As always, thank you so much. A plethora of information. And uh, we will, uh, man, I'll tell you what. Can't wait till next Monday. The starting line on 100.9.